Welcome to the SoulPid Media Health and Business Report, hosted by Craig Dawson, Vice President, SoulPid Media. Hello and welcome to the Soul Pit Media Health and Business Report. Today we have a special show from someone who is actually an unsung legend in the community and is really doing some great things. We have an interview today with Robin Horston Spencer with the Reach Project. Robin, welcome to the Soul Pit Media Health and Business Report. Awesome. Thank you so much, Craig, for inviting me to participate in this on this day for health and wellness and business, because it all ties into what God has allowed me to be a part of. So I thank you for allowing me to be a part of. Absolutely. Now, Robin, how did you become interested in working as an advocate for people in recovery? Well, my own journey. One of the things is I didn't know, realize that I had some issues with the disease of addiction until a judge out of state gave me a nudge and said, hey, you know, you want to straighten up and fly right or do you want to go to jail? And I don't like jail. I did four nights and five days and I thought that was a lifetime sentence. It didn't make sense to me. And I was introduced to outpatient treatment. I didn't recognize I was doing that. But I thank God for, for what I learned to be pretrial intervention. So anybody who's getting a nudge from the judge, I say, it's not being arrested, it's being rescued to bring me about. And once I became or brought into what re recovery was, I was enlightened by some other people who've been on the journey of recovery. And they introduced me to what was becoming the process of people funding recovery and how from the federal level that they were funding what we call recovery initiatives and they wanted to have people like myself with lived experience from active addiction to recovery leading the way. So they put out these grants for these, what we call recovery community organizations, which are led by people in recovery, such as myself and the, the board of directors, the majority of them being people in long-term recovery to really navigate systems of care to help others help others. And what I learned on this journey is like, people want to help us and a lot of them have the best interest at heart. But when you're not at the table, you're on the menu. And what I mean by that is people got all these great ideas of how one should recover. When I learned on this journey that there's multiple pathways of recovery, there's ways that to help those. And, and I also learned that usage is a method. Everybody's not going to deal with or embrace or be able to do complete abstinence for many reasons. The disease of addiction is actually listed as a mental health disorder. And a lot of people don't buy into it, but it is in our DSM-4 about talking about obsession and compulsion to use. And I was afflicted with obsession and compulsion, and so was millions of others. But on the same token, through the work and initiatives that were done federally, Millions of people are now in long-term recovery. And a lot of them did it through the 12-step process. A lot of them are still doing it through Medicaid-assisted treatment. There's a lot of people doing reduced usage. There's multiple pathways. 
Some people just go to church or go to their religious belief. And all those ways reduces recidivism rate in incarceration. It promotes healthier communities and safer communities. These are the ways that I got to see and witness firsthand by going and meeting with people across the country and seeing that recovery is possible and alive and well and what we can do about these things. So it put a fire under me to want to advocate for more services, more resources to help others like me. Now, I might take a pause there because I can go on and on and on. I tell you, I advocate because everybody don't get an opportunity. I, I tell people this, and, and I'll let you ask me the next question. I've been blessed to go from the crack house to the White House and talk about recovery and what recovery means to me and what we can do to help millions of others. Well, speaking of that journey, I want to let our audience know that during your recovery, you earned a, I'll just read the accolades here, a Master's of Health Sciences, a MS, an MBA, a OWDS, and an RCPF, and also became ordained as a minister. I have to take my hat off to you, Robin, because during your recovery, you made the most out of it. And that is one reason why I just had to have you on our show. Okay, so let me straighten out some of those initials for everybody. <laughs> I have a, a hold a Master's of Human Services. And what that is, is dealing with the psychological and sociological process of one. And I was able to, for that initiative, I did a reentry program for people in recovery through the jail system. And it's still going on in Allegheny County Jail. It's called um, the Inside Outside Reentry Program, where we had people in recovery who had been incarcerated to help those navigate and reduce recidivism rates, to integrate back into their communities as health and wellness. It was awarded several times by Allegheny County Council for the work initiative we did through that. And that was my first master's degree. It actually gave reference to the need, the focus on how do we help people who are in recovery or who wants to be in recovery, who are being incarcerated, because those of us who are afflicted with diseases of addiction, especially people of color, we are more apt to be incarcerated for the least thing, for the least amount of drugs. And so what can we do when we have families who are, especially the male population, who are not allowed to go back into their homes where their children are because they're in public housing? Or how about the mothers who went to prostitution to find ways and means to get more? So there was a lot of things going on that need to be addressed. And this initiative was able to help address some of those issues and help people find a solution into how to integrate back into their home, receive employment. We had created lists of employers who would hire people with felony offenses. We also had worked with people with the Duquesne Project for expungement. So there's a lot of things that went on because of that initiative and because of that thesis that I wrote on advocacy and mentoring people with in recovery who have been incarcerated. Now, Robin, growing up, did you always know that helping people is something that you wanted to do? <laughs> That's 
absolutely not. I had no idea that this is what God would have in store for me. Because of my act of addiction, Craig, truthfully, I didn't think I'd see the age of 40. And you, being someone who grew up with me, know that we're well past that age. And I'm coming on a birthday in a few in about a week. So I never thought that this would be something that would be a part of my life. I never thought at one I'd be an addict, first and foremost. So I never thought recovery was a part of that solution. It's only through living and accepting life on life's terms and understanding that there's a power greater than me that I choose to call God Almighty who believed in seeing things in me. Because I always thought what I'm doing was for somebody else to do, even though I came from a family of help. My mom was always helping people. And so her and my dad helped them so much that I didn't want to do that because they were a hindrance to me. Like, why are we always going to help these people? Why is somebody staying here? And now my doors are just as open as anyone else's. And I believe in helping those who need a hand up. People... I didn't realize that my mom had taught me this, that I traveled a lot and she had so many kids that she always wanted somebody to be there to help her. And now I understand that she had planted the seed for me to be a part of this journey of what I do today of advocating and helping people. But I didn't realize at the time because, you know, when you're young and you know, you're a child, you don't see what your parents had the opportunity to witness as evidence to what life can bring and what you can bring to others' lives. And my mother did that. And so now I'm doing it. So it it just perpetuated in the life I'm doing in recovery. Now, Robin, how has the recent pandemic affected recovery in the minority community? When I think about the pandemic, it really did not discriminate like the disease of addiction, for real. It's always been, if you're asking me, and I think this is what you're asking me, how have people treated people of minorities when it comes to services versus those who are more affluent? It's always been that way, and it still is today. That, when we were having the pandemic, as we call, before COVID, when we were having first the heroin issue and Blacks were dying, and then, then we came with the crack and Blacks were dying, it was not a real issue for our communities. Monies were not being sent to the communities to help those who were dying because they look like me, a woman of color, a man of color. That wasn't a problem. What happens is those who start dying that don't look like me, those people who are more affluent, then we got to come up with, oh, now they always had methadone. But now they got the box and everything. They want to get a quick fix because now others are dying at a disproportionate rate. And it becomes a huge problem. So it's a problem. So now the thing about it is the money, and I, and I try to tell anybody, when money and resources come to the community, we got to be there so they don't all go to one place. And this is why advocating is important to me. This is why... When I say, mm-mm, when they say, well, the money is going to the white folks, well, they got to give some to us. And if we stick together, we'll get it too. We have to understand that this disease really does not discriminate. It really does not discriminate. And what it does is it shows 
that we got a, a mental health and a physical, mental, and spiritual disparity in our community. And even though the Blacks and the minorities are not as fortunate as those with funding because it takes money to buy Suboxone. And you got to remember there's a bigger power behind this thing, a much bigger power, because money talks all day, all day. And those are the haves and those are the have-nots. And the reason why everybody now, like they put out RFPs, which is a request for proposals to help minorities. But what happens is my organization got closed. Let me use this as a great example. I was the only person of color who ran in this community in Allegheny County, a recovery community organization that was helping and navigate and trailblazing and a lot of things that are going on today, certified recovery specialists. I am one of the creators of this workforce development for people with lived experience to be able to be employable in this field because they had took away the fact that people in recovery couldn't just help. They needed to have degrees. Well, that wasn't really practical to help the masses. What happens is that they were taken away from the strengths and what was needed and what could be done for the recovery communities. And when it came to the fundings and it came to the things that my organization brought, they gave it and disseminated it to the other white folks, treatment providers, and people who had nothing to do with this changing and creating and bringing about the Department of Drug and Alcohol Programs. It was the Bureau of Drug and Alcohol Programs. This is an initiative that this sister, it was only the one only black sister at the time, well, there was two of us, I correct, I stand to correct it, that fought to get the Bureau of Drug and Alcohol Programs in the state of Pennsylvania. When Rendell left office, he gave us that department. Now it appears that the Department of Drug and Alcohol Programs, we did it for recovery and recovery supports so that all the money wouldn't go just to mental health because everybody doesn't identify with having mental health issues or problems and they need to be serviced too. What happened was that was all good. And then with the paradigm shifting of everybody's in recovery and all this, anytime money is involved, there's people who's always strategizing to figure out how we can make it for us. How can we do it? And then we still want a quick fix. There's no quick fix for the disease of addiction. There's no quick fix for recovery. Recovery is a journey. It is not a destination. Treatment is a destination. We'll be right back with the Soul Pit Media Health and Business Report. It doesn't matter. The time, nor the place, the conditions, or transitions, doesn't matter. Who you are, or who you're with. Before, now, and always. Through all phases of life, Duquesne Light Company is here for you. Port Authority has a new name. Pittsburgh Regional Transit, PRT for short. It's all about doing an even better job of getting people where they want to go every day. It's also about getting people where they want to go in their careers. 
PRT is looking for some new faces. We're hiring for every position. We offer great pay and benefits and a direct route to a great future. Go to rideprt.org slash careers. PRT is an equal opportunity employer. Looking for a cost-effective way to help increase your company's bottom line? Look no further than Soul Pit Media. With our award-winning print, internet, podcast, and Soul Pit television options, we can help your business get to that next level. For more information, contact Craig Dawson at 412-407-7685. That's 412-407-7685. And let Soul Pit Media take you to that next level. UPMC is committed to addressing the health disparities that disproportionately impact African Americans in our communities. By driving education, training, and programming, and building relationships with our community partners, we can ensure that all individuals and families have access to the preventive care, screenings, and treatment that can lead to healthier lives. Learn more at upmc.com slash health disparities. Yeah, who's this? Don Stogie, it's me, Nick the Nub. Hey, my boy, what you got for me? Boss, I got the bundle on some bad news about your best customer, Sammy Sticks. What, sleeping with the fishes? Nah, he's still with Wanda, but he's been herfing with the Cigar Fathers. Cigar Fathers? Nah, boss, Cigar Fathers, you know, friendly, knowledgeable staff, live outdoor patio jams, and a wide selection of cigars and cigar accessories. Oh, how do you know so much about this place? Well, boss, because I've been coming back all week. What? Hey, I'm sorry, Don Stogie, but with everything Cigar Fathers is offering, I couldn't refuse. The future of transit is now, and we are working to improve your ride. Look for bus tracking technologies and other innovations to keep you better informed. Getting around town has never been so easy. PortAuthority.org Do you like entertainment that provides diverse programming? Well, there's a new radio station that provides exactly that. Yes, Pittsburgh's diverse sports and entertainment network provides a mixed radio format and is the place for soulful music, sports talk, and lifestyle programming. Check us out at pghdsen.com. You'll be able to find our radio schedule with all of our exciting entertainment programs. Listen now by going to pghdsen.com. Did you know that STD rates have increased in Allegheny County? No, I did not. Yeah, especially for people under 30. Mm, Maybe I should go get tested. In Allegheny County, symptomatic syphilis cases increased by 97% and gonorrhea cases by 18% in the past year. And having multiple STDs increases your chances of getting HIV. Oh, wow. Do you know where I can go get tested? The Public Health Clinic offers free walk-in STD and HIV screening located at 1908 Wiley Avenue, Pittsburgh, PA. 15219. It looks like I know what I'm doing tomorrow, getting tested, and I'll make sure to spread the word. For more information, call 412-578-8081 or visit AlleghenyCounty.us forward slash HIV. We're back with the Soul Pit Media Health and Business Report. Now, Robin, but I wanted to ask you too, along those lines, what areas would you advocate for change in how recovery efforts are currently being conducted in our community. 
I would say that they got us, instead of closing down organizations like mine, so there's not funding and stealing what we bring to the table, allow us to be at the table too. Allow us to come and be a resource for our own communities. Because every time something good happens, people like I, like you and I, or we know we're the last to be at the table. And I'm always talking about the table. And because I talk about the table so much, people that look like you and I are fearful. And so I become the angry black woman who says, you know, who want to go up against them because I know if we unite, we could get this funding for us too. I'm not trying. There's enough for everybody. But when we do not work collectively, we cannot get the services that we need. And so how do we advocate? I continue to say that we have to work in a collective force and stand on principles and not allow people to think that we are not worthy to have the same resources as everyone else. Now, Robin, we always try to end our shows on a very positive note. What is the best advice you can give our younger listeners who may want to follow in your footsteps and make a difference in the community? Don't give up five minutes before the miracle. Look, everything I said, may it be gloom or doom or exciting, because I have been able to do some wonderful work. And one of the things about history, you cannot take what someone brought. You can take it, but you can't take where it come from. A lot of initiatives, the recovery walk came from me and message carriers. The other initiatives I talked about, and there's plenty more. But if I would have given up five minutes before the miracle or said I didn't want that help from the judge or I didn't want to go and see what recovery looked like, if I gave up, I wouldn't be able to witness that I have two beautiful granddaughters and they have never seen me use a drug or a drink. And the oldest is going to be somebody politically inclined. I believe that with my whole heart. You think I'm something to wrestle with. She's on my tail. And the youngest became a WNBA basketball player just this year. I got to see all that firsthand. I got to witness that. I got to witness that. Even though things have not been the greatest, I've been able to witness going back to school, seeing my son do what he does, and my daughter-in-law and my grandchildren. But I tell you, I've traveled the world, and I've traveled the world seeing my granddaughter play all across the world. She played for the USA team. She was MVP in 2019. She played for McDonald All-American in 2019, was MVP. Her state championships, MVP. She went on to graduate and and make it for the the state of Ohio, you know, uh, one of the top players. Then she went to Tennessee and became a Lady Ball. She then, this year, got first-round pick for the WNBA for Seattle Storm. And with Seattle Storm, she became one of the top five rookie of the year with a bad shoulder. She's actually healing right now because she has had to have surgery on her shoulder. She has done some things such as her stats win the second in um, all rebounds and stuff like that. I don't want to – I'm not looking at no paper, so I don't want to misquote, but she was the second and third or something. 
<laughs> and I just get really excited talking about her. But all of that is because of God's blessing on my life to give me the gift of recovery. So if you're new out there and you don't believe that recovery works, there are so many more benefits than I can even say. And I know I might have sound like I'm all over the place because there's a lot going on right here in Allegheny County. There's a lot of health and wellness. And there's some other organizations. There's one other organization, not in Allegheny County, but it's a Black-ran organization called, called LDA, Lost Dreams Awakening. And I mentored them into becoming a recovery community organization. We need people that look like us, not just at the table, but fighting for us all the time and saying what is right. Because one day, just one day, the tides are turning now, but it hasn't turned just yet, but it's going to happen. And I'm not going to shut up until God calls me home to glory. I'm not going to shut up, not one minute. I thank you, Craig, for giving me the opportunity to run my mouth about recovery, the benefits, the haves and the have-nots, and what can continue to be. And thank God that I could get to see my family as they excel in doing things I never even dreamt of. I'm not only in recovery, I'm in discovery of life. And thank you guys for having me on today. Well, you you know what, Robin? One of the reasons why we started the Soul Pit Media Health and Business Report is because of the fact that there are many problems in our community that are not just going to go away, that have not been addressed, and that we need to be an advocate for our community. I mean, Soul Pit has been blessed. So to whom much is given, much is also required. And it was an honor and a privilege to have you on the show. I really have to tell our audience that, how about this one? Jordan Horston is Robin's granddaughter's name. How about a more appropriate name <laughs> for somebody who from birth has been raised <laughs> to honor that name. And I am so proud of your granddaughter. You know, I even had to stay up late some nights because, you know, she played out in Seattle. And we're not going to tell everybody how old we are, but it was rough. But <laughs> I am so proud. Yeah, I had to stay up and watch her play. And Robin, let me just say this to you. Soul Pit Media is always here for you. We're always an advocate as far as what you are doing. And there's an old saying that the squeaky wheel gets old. You know, if you even look back, not that I, well, I am a movie buff. If you look back and saw the old Godfather movie, they said specifically that heroin would be allowed in our community, okay? Not in the other community. So there's a long track record that, you know, we have been as a community exposed to certain things that, are not going to just go away. But when we have people like yourself who are on the front lines of trying to save people's lives, you're a perfect example of how many great things you have done through recovery. And it's an honor and a privilege to have you on our show and can't wait to have you back. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I hope someone got something out of what I said. I was a little excited because you see, I was so excited. I forgot to mention my grandbaby's name. Jordan is the basketball player, and Jasmine is going to be my political analyst. She's going to give us a run for our money, and she's a poet, and she knows it. So the horses, Lee and Malika, are what God blessed me to be able to continue to carry the legacy of what's been going on in my life. And I thank God for allowing me to, as I say, discover what, re what recovery has brought to me.
thus, thus far. Thank you so much, Robin, for taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us. And as I stated, Soul Pit is always there for you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. We'll be right back with the Soul Pit Media Health and Business Report. It doesn't matter. The time, nor the place. The conditions, or transitions. Doesn't matter. Who you are, or who you're with. Before, now, and always. Through all phases of life. Duquesne Light Company is here for you. Port Authority has a new name. Pittsburgh Regional Transit, PRT for short. It's all about doing an even better job of getting people where they want to go every day. It's also about getting people where they want to go in their careers. PRT is looking for some new faces. We're hiring for every position. We offer great pay and benefits and a direct route to a great future. Go to rideprt.org slash careers. PRT is an equal opportunity employer. Looking for a cost-effective way to help increase your company's bottom line? Look no further than Soul Pit Media. With our award-winning print, internet, podcasts, and Soul Pit television options, we can help your business get to that next level. For more information, contact Craig Dawson at 412-407-7685. That's 412-407-7685. And let Soul Pit Media take you to that next level. UPMC is committed to addressing the health disparities that disproportionately impact African Americans in our communities. By driving education, training, and programming, and building relationships with our community partners, we can ensure that all individuals and families have access to the preventive care, screenings, and treatment that can lead to healthier lives. Learn more at upmc.com slash health disparities. Don Stogie, it's me, Nick the Nub. Nicky, my boy, what you got for me? Boss, I got the bundle on some bad news about your best customer, Sammy Sticks. What, sleeping with the fishes? Nah, he's still with Wanda, but he's been herfing with the Cigar Fathers. The Cigar Fathers? Nah, boss, Cigar Fathers, you know. Friendly, knowledgeable staff, live outdoor patio jams, and a wide selection of cigars and cigar accessories. Oh, how do you know so much about this place? Well, boss, because I've been coming back all week. What? Hey, I'm sorry, Don Stogie, but with everything Cigar Fathers is offering, I couldn't refuse. The future of transit is now, and we are working to improve your ride. Look for bus tracking technologies and other innovations to keep you better informed. Getting around town has never been so easy. PortAuthority.org Do you like entertainment that provides diverse programming? Well, there's a new radio station that provides exactly that. Yes, Pittsburgh's diverse sports and entertainment network provides a mixed radio format and is the place for soulful music, sports talk, and lifestyle programming. Check us out at pghdsen.com. You'll be able to find our radio schedule with all of our exciting entertainment programs. Listen now by going to pghdsen.com. 
Did you know that STD rates have increased in Allegheny County? No, I did not. Yeah, especially for people under 30. Mm, maybe I should go get tested. In Allegheny County, symptomatic syphilis cases increased by 97% and gonorrhea cases by 18% in the past year. And having multiple STDs increases your chances of getting HIV. Oh, wow. Do you know where I can go get tested? The Public Health Clinic offers free walk-in STD and HIV screening located at 1908 Wiley Avenue, Pittsburgh, PA. 15219. It looks like I know what I'm doing tomorrow, getting tested, and I'll make sure to spread the word. For more information, call 412-578-8081 or visit AlleghenyCounty.us forward slash HIV. We're back with the Soul Pit Media Health and Business Report. Hi, this is Debbie Norrell, and welcome to the Soul Pit Media Health and Business Report Community Calendar. Find out what makes City Charter High School so successful. On October 14th, there will be a fall open house and school tour from 10 a.m. until noon at 201 Stanwyck Street in Pittsburgh. Eighth graders and transferring ninth graders should not miss this event. Pittsburgh Regional Transit is improving transit for every rider. They are adding QR codes to bus signs, so you will know when your bus will arrive, making it easier to get on board with their mobile ticketing app and investing in all electric buses to help reduce emissions today to help improve air quality tomorrow. Yes, PRT is making changes, but more importantly, they are making a difference. It's not too late to register for the walk to end Alzheimer's. The walk takes place on October 14th at Highmark Stadium on Station Square Drive. Day of the event, registration is at 9 a.m., opening ceremony 10.30 a.m., and the walk begins at 11 a.m. For more information, go to act.alz.org. The Frick Pittsburgh presents Pittsburgh and the Great Migration, Black Mobility and the Automobile. It's open now at the Frick Pittsburgh Car and Carriage Museum. The automobile transformed the American landscape, and in doing so, it changed the lives of Black Americans. Two million African Americans courageously fled the South during the first wave of the Great Migration, from 1916 to 1945. Pittsburgh neighborhoods like the Hill District became a haven for Black communities to thrive. Pittsburgh and the Great Migration will feature well-known favorites such as the 1914 Ford Model T touring car and a 1922 Lincoln Model L. You'll also step back in time with period costumes and memorabilia. It's all sponsored by PNC. Use promo code SOULPIT to save $2. Don't forget to visit thesoulpit.com for the latest in theater, musical entertainment, job opportunities, and health information. That's thesoulpit.com. Thank you for listening to the Soul Pit Media Health and Business Report, brought to you by Pittsburgh Regional Transit. Looking for a great job with benefits? Check out their website, ridept.org slash careers. Thank you for tuning in to the Soul Pit Media Health and Business Report, hosted by Craig Dawson, Vice President, Soul Pit Media. Thank you, Pittsburgh, for your continued support.